The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Friday, September 23rd, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you shop Amazon through the links at buzzburbank.com. You've got mail, and the hackers may have your mail too. The black hat hackers are at it again, or still. Yahoo has confirmed that a half billion of its user accounts were hacked two years ago. And Yahoo says the hacking was done outside the U.S. by someone who had the support of some government. In recent years, hackers in China and Russia have wreaked havoc, especially Russia of late. Two years after the hack, Yahoo is now advising users to change their passwords and security questions and answers and to make the same changes to any other accounts with those same security words. The revelation comes just as Verizon was considering spending nearly $5 billion to buy Yahoo's internet business, Yahoo being the world's third biggest email provider. If Yahoo becomes an overwhelmed target of lawsuits, the purchase is less attractive, maybe off entirely, and certainly at a much lower price. And lawsuits are entirely possible. Last month, we learned that the usernames, email addresses, phone numbers, birth dates, and passwords of 200 million Yahoo users were up for sale on the Internet. And still, Yahoo waited another two months to inform or warn its users. That delay may have violated laws in as many as 48 states. The FBI says it is aware of the matter. Yahoo says it's working with the Bureau. Apparently, no credit card information was taken in that attack. Government officials have confirmed that foreign hackers have stolen the travel details for Vice President Joe Biden and for then-Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. The hackers got the data from a private email account belonging to a White House contractor who's also a volunteer in the Clinton campaign. The hackers also got a scan of Michelle Obama's passport. They had located the vice president's hotel room during a trip to California over the summer and the itinerary of Mrs. Clinton while she was visiting Florida last year. That itinerary even included a map of the hallway she'd be taking to enter a speaking engagement. The data was made public by the website DC Leaks, which has been linked with Russia. Criminal charges have been filed against the Tulsa, Oklahoma police officer who fatally shot Terrence Crutcher in the back while he was being tasered by another officer. Officer Betty Shelby will face a first-degree manslaughter charge, a felony, punishable by at least four years in prison. The DA who announced the charges also emphasized the accused is innocent until proven guilty. Tulsa police say the late Terrence Crutcher ignored orders to raise his hands, but the video shows he did, at least at one point. Officer Shelby, a five-year veteran of the department, turned herself in this morning and was released on a $50,000 bond. The chief of police in Charlotte, North Carolina, isn't releasing the videos of a deadly shooting by one of his officers. The chief would only tell reporters he had seen the video and that it does not confirm that the late Keith Scott had pointed a gun. But the chief insisted the video, quote, supports what we've heard in the version of truth we gave about the circumstances that led to the death of Mr. Scott. Unlike police in Tulsa, Charlotte officials are withholding a video in which an unarmed black man is killed by police. Charlotte's police chief says that's out of respect for the victim's family and to protect the integrity of an ongoing investigation. Community leaders say the public has a right to see it. If the video is not released by October 1st, the only way to get it would be through a court order. 
That's the date a new North Carolina law goes into effect that keeps police body cam footage under lock and key, the only key being a court order. A third night of protest in Charlotte, peaceful this time, including crowds chanting, release the tape, we want the tape. The crowd was dispersed for a midnight to 6 a.m. curfew. The protest and the debate over whether the victim had a gun continue today. More now about Donald Trump's call for a national stop-and-frisk policy for police, allowing them to stop and search any citizen for any reason. Quoting Trump in a pre-recorded town hall meeting on Fox News, I think you have to. We did it in New York. It worked incredibly well, and you have to be proactive. Now, we had a very good mayor, said Trump, adding, but New York was incredible the way that worked. The stop-and-frisk was implemented by then-Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who's heartily endorsed Trump for president. But the policy was dropped after the city was sued over it by the ACLU and other groups. Studies showed that minorities were disproportionately subjected to those random searches. But the studies also showed that, contrary to Trump's claim, stop-and-frisk didn't prevent much crime. Fewer than one out of ten of those searches ever resulted in an arrest. What concerns voters the most in this presidential campaign? NBC News and the Wall Street Journal asked questions about both candidates. The survey shows Americans have a great concern about Clinton, but their top two concerns are about Donald Trump. Nearly 7 in 10 voters say they're concerned about Trump's language and comments about women, immigrants, and Muslims. In second place, Trump's temperament. A solid two in three of us are concerned about that. Trump's often fired back at things a serious presidential candidate usually ignores. Hillary Clinton's emails, on the other hand, nearly two-thirds of voters, 64%, chose that as their biggest concern in this race. Clinton also took fourth place, 62%, concerned about her judgment in foreign affairs, another theme visited often by Trump. A majority of us, 59%, are concerned about Trump's praise of Russian President Vladimir Putin, a majority at 52% are concerned Trump hasn't released his tax returns. Clinton's deplorables remark worries only 45% of voters. Her health ranks as our eighth biggest concern at 44%. But the top two concerns are about Donald Trump, his words and temperament, a concern for nearly 7 out of 10 voters. Is fact-checking part of a reporter's job, or is that something best left to politicians trying to get elected? Donald Trump prefers the latter, telling Fox News that the moderators of the upcoming debates, starting with NBC's Lester Holt, should leave the fact-checking to the candidates. More precisely, Trump said the candidates should challenge each other on the facts and not be interrupted to have inaccuracies pointed out by the moderator. Quoting Trump, I certainly don't think you want Candy Crowley again. Crowley was a moderator for CNN in the debates four years ago, and she interjected that Romney was incorrect on a point of record. I really don't think you want that, said Trump, saying it was unfair because it threw off the debate at a pivotal moment. Trump says it's better to have a moderator, quote, just let them argue it out. The first debate is Monday night on channels up and down the grid. Whether it's legal or not, Texas is threatening to opt out of the government's refugee resettlement program unless the feds let Texas add its own layer of additional screening. This could become a constitutional argument. The Constitution protects the rights of states, up to a point, but it puts immigration policy exclusively in the hands of the feds. 
Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced the state stand, adding, the federal government lacks the capability or the will to distinguish the dangerous from the harmless, and Texas will not be an accomplice to such dereliction of duty to the American people. He's referring to the two-year screening process used by federal officials that, at federal expense, places the refugees into homes, schools, and jobs. The Fed say no, Texas will not opt out of the country's refugee program, that the program will continue exactly as it has. The Feds also know who they're talking to, a Republican governor who last year ordered nonprofit groups in Texas to stop accepting refugees from Syria. A court struck that down, saying Texas's governor doesn't have that authority. The same may be said of Governor Abbott's latest threat. Support news and comments with follows, likes, and shares across social media at Buzz Burbank and Michael J. Elston. This is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. Now, here's the way to really support this free daily newscast and get more entertainment for less money. See, compared to Netflix and Hulu, Amazon Prime Video has three to four times as many streaming movies, and it costs a dollar less a month. You can subscribe to Amazon Prime Video through my webpage on a monthly basis for just $8.99. Amazon Prime Video has thousands of TV shows, including award-winning original series, and you have no obligation. It's month to month. If you love movies, Amazon Prime Video is the one for you, and for a dollar less per month than Netflix or Hulu. And Prime Video is now available on a monthly basis at the lowest price in streaming. Subscribing to Amazon Prime Video or Amazon Prime, also available monthly, helps support this free daily newscast if you go through the link you'll find at buzzburbank.com. If you go by the words spoken, a lot has happened concerning North Korea this week. A U.S. Air Force general declared North Korea would soon be developing a ballistic missile that could reach the United States. North Korea has illegally launched 22 missiles this year and conducted two more illegal nuclear weapons tests on top of the three it had already illegally conducted in prior years. And North Korea appears to be planning more nuclear tests and probably more missile tests. South Korea says a hydrogen bomb would kill at least 200,000 people in its country, injure a half million, and expose hundreds of thousands to unsafe radiation. And North Korea is now threatening to use a hydrogen bomb to turn South Korea into, quote, a sea of fire. North Korea issued that threat after South Korea revealed this week it has a plan to destroy Kim Jong-un and his capital city if it becomes clear that the North Korean leader intends to use missiles armed with nuclear weapons. American fighter jets and bombers continue to cruise over the South to remind the North of what it's up against. Much has been made in recent years of the tension between President Obama and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, and they've had sharp differences of opinion over big issues, including the Iran nuclear deal and the current Israeli housing expansion on the West Bank. But in the end, it would appear they have departed as friends. Obama and Netanyahu met officially for the last time this week while they were both in New York for the U.N. General Assembly, another last time for Obama. They still sharply disagreed on key issues, but Obama called the bond between the two countries unbreakable, called Israel an important ally, and said it's important to U.S. security to make sure we have a safe and secure Israel, one that can defend itself. Netanyahu returned the prop, saying Israel has no greater friend than the United States of America, and America has no greater friend than Israel. And Netanyahu added, I want you to know, Barack, you'll always be a welcome guest in Israel. 
By the way, he added, right next to my home is a terrific golf course. Federal prosecutors say they're investigating more sexting by former Congressman Anthony Weiner, this time with a 15-year-old girl. Weiner reportedly sent pornographic videos and asked the girl for nudity and mutual gratification. Weiner says he has used terrible judgment and that he is filled with regret over the people he's hurt. Weiner also says he didn't know the girl was 15 and says he may have been the target of a hoax, but Weiner says he has no one to blame but himself. Should we decide to eat the rich, as the song goes, we might want to skip these two. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, pediatric doctor Priscilla Chan, are investing $3 billion on technology to fight all disease, but especially in children. The donation begins with $600 million to build an advanced research lab in San Francisco. At Biohub, in cooperation with local universities, scientists and engineers will use computer technology to look for treatments and cures. Chan and Zuckerberg say they and dozens of scientists agree the prevention and cure of disease can be achieved by the end of this century. It was a simpler time when a clown could cross a bridge swinging an umbrella. That time has passed. In Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, police shut down a lane of traffic and questioned a man dressed as a clown. A see-something-say-something citizen had called 911 to report the clown appeared to be carrying a gun. For some people, that's twice as frightening as just a clown. The caller had a hard time describing the clown and later realized it was an umbrella he carried and not a gun. Quoting the caller, I'm sorry, I just saw the wooden part. The police reopened traffic and let the clown go on his way to continue what he called a tribute to another clown who'd recently passed away. And from the home office, the search continues here in Florida for 36-year-old Pedro Alejandro Rodriguez, who is suspected of stealing the statue of a nude Donald Trump from atop an art gallery in Miami. The statue is one of several on display in cities across the country, including New York, San Francisco, Seattle, and Cleveland. The police got surveillance video of Rodriguez or someone toting the statue away in his F-150 pickup. And finally, as you stroll along the trail near the Norton Elementary School in Gainesville, Florida, you may notice a crude handmade sign where the marijuana used to grow. An off-duty deputy spotted the plants while he was out walking his dog and called the Gainesville police. The Gainesville PD put up the sign fashioned from a brown paper bag and took away the 16 potted pot plants. Scrawled on the bag in red ink are the words, We have your weed. Call 911 to reclaim it. Quoting a department Facebook post, the officers collected the plants and are storing them until the rightful owners can be found. If they are yours, please give us a call to set up a time we can speak about them. Waiting to see who, if anyone, steps forward is half the fun. I'm Buzz Burbank. Have a great weekend, and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back Monday with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.